0: Hello and welcome to the First Issue Club, your weekly comic book reading podcast. We're going to chop it up about the comic book news. We're going to talk about some comics we've been reading. And then dorks, the greatest, the biggest nerd news ever happened in the last couple days. LeBron got the scoring title.
1: Oh, I had no idea.
0: That's right. Sports nerds anyway.
1: What does that mean?
0: He's scored more points than anyone else in the world in NBA history.
2: Okay, he's Mr. Points. He's Mr. He's earned the
1: title actually, Dr. Points. Yeah, you're right. Dr. Free throw coming in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hero or villain yet to be told in his uh, are people saying that uh, he's trending towards villain? I think you've got people on both sides. You know, it's all a matter of perspective, isn't it, Greg? Is he like it's a true. real
1: uh, Reed Richards here? Like, could I be good. I think LeBron could be bad. is
0: a Reed Richards type. Yeah, that's a great nerd comp. Okay. Yeah. The real question is: Is he like six one six Reed Richards or ultimate Reed? That's you know, what I like, mean. Like, is he that? Is bad he, the, is he or... the maker or
1: is <laughs> yeah. he Reed Richards?
0: <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I'm on the hero side. You think he's hero? I'm a big LeBron fan. I haven't s- seen anything that says otherwise. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think Michael Jordan was more villainish than LeBron, comparably.
2: Well, we have to wait for Le- the LeBron documentary to find out. <laughs> that LeBron produces. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Did you see the new movie coming out where it's like the story of Nike getting. Michael Jordan for their like spokesperson, dude. I it's got like Matt Damon, yeah, uh, one of the Wayans brothers, Ben Affleck.
0: Wait, it's a documentary?
1: No, it's like a a feature film. Oh, okay. Like they, (laughs) I was like, like,
0: why are those guys in it? if It's a doc. Yeah,
1: it's 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 like a (laughs) Matt Damon used to work for Nike.
2: (laughs) It's a movie, but it's based on true story. It's a docu mockery.
1: Yeah, docu mockery, (laughs) fictional docu mockery.
0: That, that story is really interesting, though. Wasn't there something where he almost got picked up by another... Reebok. Shoot, Reebok almost yeah, signed was, him? Yeah. Imagine how much different the world would be.
1: <laughs> and I think what changed it was the representative from Nike went to talk to his parents.
0: Yep. Oh, really? Okay.
1: And he was just like, here's why Nike would be the better fit. Did so... you
0: guys ever own Jordans?
1: Uh, No. Yeah. I owned a pair of Kobe Bryants.
0: You had Kobe's. Yeah. I had a... A pair of shoes that were like a knockoff of Jordans because I wanted Jordans really oh, bad. Oh, they were so expensive. <laughs> Rodmans? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I had the Rodmans. <laughs> they're just covered <laughs> in spikes. Worse, they were Gretzky's.
1: Oh yeah, dude! Pass. They shot I, pucks out of the I heel. I can't
0: remember who made them, but if you Google um, Wayne Gretzky shoes, they'll pop up. Yeah, they're just like big puffy shoes that are like I know Shaq a knockoff makes the
1: and one stuff for Walmart was oh, that right yeah mm-hmm. he like he his big thing was just like i want kids to have Access. affordable affordable mm-hmm. sports uh shoes so like yep. yeah, i teamed up with walmart and god, god damn it Shaq is so good at like yeah just marketing and like aligning himself with the the best brands
0: does that guy work aligning himself with the best brands except for papa johns well since well papa's no <laughs> but longer but i guess yeah papa and i mean papa, papa was ousted hey, the general <laughs>
1: Hey, he, top
0: your he brands.
1: It's your money. You want it now. Yeah. <laughs> Call J.G. Joe. Wentworth? I don't know. <laughs> We're a comic book podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Mike. And I'm Vargas. And just like Reed, uh,
0: Sue Storm,
1: we love a good read. That's good. So good. I brought it back.
0: It makes me feel good. Gives me serotonin. <laughs> that hit? Yeah. That, that tagline is sending me. <laughs> it's a real vibe. It's such a vibe. Uh, you guys I'm, are too old. To be using these words,
1: ah, cringe,
0: <laughs> ageism, cringe. You know what isn't a thing anymore? Well, I guess it's still a thing conceptually on Fleek, but I don't hear it anymore. Is Chugi? Chugi. There was yeah. a while you heard Chugi that would be like, yeah, us saying stuff like on Fleek. Yeah, this is the would be first cho- time
2: I've ever heard that. It's like one. never it, heard that it's word. Like
0: when a
1: geriatric millennial says a Gen Z tries phrase. to be in touch with yeah
0: the younger the youths.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> like a like a counselor at a school tries to sit backwards in a chair and you yeah. know interact with you. That would be chugy. Uh, uh, yeah. But that's my whole fucking brand. So bring it on, <laughs> baby.
0: <laughs> it's been a whole week. Since we uh, last released an episode. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is pretty monumental for us to come back. Uh, <laughs> weekly. Uh, weekly.
1: TGIF, and, man. I'm glad we're on Friday. I'm digging this Friday schedule. Hey, all right. It is way easier to record. And uh, it, seems, it seems like we're apart longer than when we record from uh, each episode.
2: If, it feels like I have more comic book in my life. 'Cause like Wednesday you go to the store, yeah, Thursday we stuff.
1: record. Yeah. And then we're up to date. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of up to date, I got some breaking news. Let's it. <laughs> it, does it beat my nerd news? Um
0: maybe. You okay. want to compare and contrast? No, my nerd news was LeBron.
1: Oh, well then yeah, it blows it out of the fucking water. <laughs> uh this got announced today, which is has been greenlit before an animated series uh on Amazon.
0: Which is, is a Scott Snyder horror comic mm-hmm. that originally released on Vertigo or Image? It was Image, yeah. Image? okay.
1: Like so,
2: 2009, forever ago. That was a long it, time ago. It's yeah.
1: been rumored for a long, long time yeah. and then went dormant. And now, surprise, surprise, Amazon picked it up for an am- animated series, which animated, probably the best way to go.
0: I know I read Witches. Spacing mm-hmm. on it though. It's so good. Yeah. Is it? I'll have yeah. to read it. Again. Isn't it kind of like Blair Witchy? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like suburban
2: neighborhood. Right? I, no, you're thinking of the autumnal. Oh, autumnal witches,
1: was super. I did good. I did like that. That was comic. on Aftershock, I think.
2: Uh Vault or something. Vault. I think God it was damn. Vault. Over <laughs> <0 laughs> <for> two. <laughs> but uh Witches is where like the, the witches like live in the woods, live underneath the the trees. And uh, and they like yeah. you, you have to get marked yeah, and mm-hmm. then the witches come and take you.
0: I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. It S- should be sailor. pretty spooky. It's, it's all coming name. back to me now.
1: And then also, Amazon decided to announce that they're making a Spider-Man Noir. What a TV foray show.
0: into comics this Amazon is taking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it started with two days shipping, and it, it has ended with Spider-Man Noir.
0: <laughs> they are really invested in comics with Comicsology. Already. Whoa, well,
1: (laughs) I got some breaking news with that. Oh, really? Is that done? Well, we'll get into it. Let's get
0: Spider-Man Noir, and then we'll transfer uh, into that. Got it. Sure. Uh, I love that Amazon is taking um, shots with a lot of comic book stuff, but... Paper Girls was like I I thought Paper Girls was great. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was out for like two weeks before they were like Nah, forget about that. Which is fucked up. It's like they announced it wasn't coming back like immediately. I wonder if it was like just too expensive
1: to make, and mm-hmm. they spent all their money on Lord of the Rings. Well, they they probably yeah. I mean, they spent
2: a lot of money on Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. but they probably are like expecting if something doesn't get the hype of the boys. Oh, like, okay. Why yeah. would we Why would we continue to pump money into it?
1: But that's. Uh, to me, as a viewer, I mean, so many great TV shows that already exist wouldn't have made it with this kind of oh, yeah. rhetoric. Then oh yeah, so it's just a bummer that like sure. Paper Girls could have been a cult classic if it had given you know enough time to breathe a little bit and figure For sure. itself out. Yeah,
0: right. If but AMC
1: fucking optics, man.
0: Like I don't think the I'm not I'm not trying to compare, um, uh. One of the like a great, really great show to Paper Girls because we like we don't know, but kind of what you're saying I think is that like Breaking Bad wasn't Breaking Bad Mm -hmm. until like season three or four where people were like, "Holy shit, this show!" Right. So yeah, you just don't get. So if like the same energy was given to those first two
1: seasons of Breaking Bad, it wouldn't have. Yeah, it's just throwing stuff at the wall, and if it's
0: not Stranger Things immediately if you say forget it and I think that's only for nerd stuff I think Paper Girls had a hard time because it was kind of sold as Stranger Things Amazon Stranger Things and it's not that
1: no it's uh, like just time travel yeah (laughs) and and all that stuff so Mm -hmm.
2: I'm always still amazed that Preacher got Four Seasons was that an Amazon show? No. Oh, okay. It was AMC. AMC, yeah. Maybe that's but, why.
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. AMC's just like we need something. But that's on a, this channel.
2: That's always the show that I like give the benchmark for cuz like it was it wasn't a phenomenal show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a game changer, but they also gave it enough time to like tell the full story. Right. Without going, you know, 6 7 seasons and having to like make stuff up to like fill time
1: which is funny because like some executive can't come in with paper girls and be like okay so where are we going and like you just go well we actually have uh, four other books here you can read to see what the roadmap is for this but then again the time travel in that book is kind of hard to digest Yeah.
2: oh definitely
0: so I can see where they're just like you know what fuck it (laughs) so Spider-Man Noir comic book that came out in 2009 yeah Mm -hmm. Um, that was like an Elseworld thing at the time. I can't really, I I don't know all the other universe. Well, yeah.
2: yeah, Marvel did an entire line of noir books. So, so they did Spider-Man, they did X-Men, they did like Luke Cage, Daredevil. All these characters got noir. The noir treatment. Yeah. The noir
0: treatment. Howard the duck. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Howard noir was intense. He's already kind of noir. Yeah. It was very dark.
2: Uh, but, yeah, so they did this, those two series, and Spider-Man was really the one that Stuck. took off. Yeah. yeah. That took off the most.
0: And then came back with Spider-Verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and was kind of one of the lead characters from that. Yeah. Um, and in even the, in the movie, right? Yeah, blew well, up. Nick Cage. Nick took Cage, took it Cage own, did it. another level. Um, part of me thinks that this show might be a spinoff of whatever that Madam Web movie mm-hmm. is going to be. That they're probably going to introduce a bunch of multiversal spider things. Right. And then they're going to break off into their own series. Everyone's going to uh, swim and dance naked in money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do I get invited to that yeah. <laughs> party? I love naked dancing money.
0: I, th- I think there's no way that uh, fails. It could be really bad and it'll still make a ton of money.
1: Well, I mean, th- it's going to be I don't know how... easier to make because it's like a detective black and white Spider Man story. It's like, yeah, it's... I, I w- I'd imagine less on CGI, more on. Like a, a who done it, Maltese what you, Falcon so kind of. Do we thing. know
0: if it's animated?
1: It's live it's action. Live action. It's yeah. live
0: action. Cool.
1: Is Nick Cage coming back? That who knows? Will, that I would, would blow be, my fucking. I mind. would
0: honestly love that.
2: He he's already not coming back for the Spider Verse sequel. Oh also, really? Yeah.
1: Well, Let's... we don't know why though. Yeah. It may they they may not deal with those characters from the first movie at all. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like he wasn't invited back. Right. It just that part may have not been written. In the movie, that would
2: be dope as hell though if he played.
1: Oh, <laughs> can you fucking imagine? Yes, yes, I can.
2: That would be so. I kind of can
0: too. Yeah, it's cool. He would jump on that so hard, dude. He's a big comic book fan.
1: He's a huge. He spent millions of dollars he, he getting like original artwork and stuff. His mm-hmm. screen
2: name, Nick Nick Cage, is not his birth name. He's he's Nick Coppola. Mm-hmm. Right. Nick Cage is based on Luke Cage.
0: Oh, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool.
1: Big fan. Yeah. It was going to be Nick Galactus, but <laughs> that was <laughs> it taken. It didn't roll off the tongue that well. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Amazon, you brought up Comixology. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to use a word that may date me a little bit, but Comicsology is a little choogy right now. <laughs> it's not really hitting as hard as it did with its former audience or the current audience it's trying to uh, attract. And so um, it, their, their numbers are dwindling. They're. Online presence is garbage, and their app is shit. So uh, now, newer resurgence in comic digital comic uh, platforms have emerged, and there are two like front runners for new ways to read comics digitally, like Comixology with a better interface and you know a bigger library. And I, you know, when Amazon bought Comixology, the writing was kind of on the wall that comicology wasn't their top priority
2: yeah because amazon was already selling comics right like digitally through their own platform yeah and it seemed like at least to me i don't know if this is the case but it seemed like they just bought it to kill the competition
1: well yeah i mean when you have that much money and you you think that that may be a problem down the line might as well take care of it now yeah it's in the bud yeah and so i wanted to you know showcase those two new ones that are you know Kind of getting a little heat online. One's called Omnibus, and the other is called Global Comics with an X.
0: Okay. C-O-M-I-X. Never heard of them.
1: Uh, well, they're brands making new, and they already have a huge library. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> uh, Global Comics has a lot of indie stuff on it already. So if you want to check those out uh, as a better alternative to comiXology, uh, because it's not hip anymore, it's not the vibe, go check those out. Those are those are the hot topics today on the Twitter.
2: Do the do either of them have any big publisher support? Not currently. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's worth going after big publishers because they do their own apps mm-hmm. better than anyone else is ever going to do them. Right. Yeah, of like course. Unlimited access to mm-hmm. those entire back catalogs via a subscription service. Yeah, is fantastic. I think the Comixology subscription service wasn't great. The comics that you did have access to were kind of underwhelming. And the originals were a little sparse and always came out like a couple months later at yeah. another publisher. The only, yeah, The uh, only on one I anyway. can even
2: think of is Snow Angels.
0: Yeah, Snow Angels was one of yeah, them. Zdarsky did one. That uh, won, af- afterlift. Yeah, one in
1: Eisner. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. I've never heard of it. It's it's very good. It's Eisner worthy. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> but I mean what the articles were saying was these the omnibus and global comics are the best option for indie publishers and indie comic readers.
0: And do you know anything about their sales model?
1: Uh they're subscription based. I think they're like seven bucks a month. Okay. So that's the way to do this. One hundred percent.
0: I honestly don't think spending four ninety nine for one digital comic. <laughs> no. Is sustainable. It's it just seems like, unfair. It's just not smart as, as as I don't know a nerd investment. Obviously, it's like about reading, but still.
2: Would you Would you pay a dollar an issue for digital comics?
0: Yeah, but that's more reasonable. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, <laughs> we well, answered correctly. I, I would honestly be like, there are so many things that I would just be like, hmm. I don't want to wait for my pre order to come in. I'm just going to pay a dollar to like read. Yeah, it now. Yeah, exactly. I would do that all the time if they were a bucket piece. Yeah,
2: I, I, I wish somebody went with the hybrid model. Yeah. Like, you can subscribe for ten bucks a month and you get unlimited mm-hmm. access to whatever, mm-hmm.
1: or dollar an issue. Yeah. I mean, that'd be the best way to to cut down on comic piracy that we're seeing right now. Yeah. I mean, there's so many avenues. You know, people love comic books. The problem is the hobby, as, we, as we've talked about at nauseum, is kind of expensive. Yeah. And to stay current and to stay up on those fun and interesting stories, uh, if you can't afford it, you have to go find those unreputable sources that we won't mention to uh, you view them for free, which is not great for the industry.
2: Yeah, like the
0: library
1: god god damn the library
0: such a weird way of describing the library greg
1: they're tyrants and i'm sick of the communism guys i really am
2: yeah books for everyone no yuck buy
1: your books get back to the factory you tiny child your hands can fix the gears better get in there and then finally with my news Uh, Well, two things with the news. I wanted to highlight that David Pepos and Caio Majato are teaming up for a Hulk annual, which has been described as Cloverfield inside the Marvel Universe.
2: Oh, no. That sounds like something I would hate.
1: (laughs) It sounds like something you would (laughs) love, my man. And so uh, David Pepos described it as like these teens go to investigate the spot where Bruce Banner got his powers, Uh and they stumble upon the Hulk and Giganto. Uh Uh-huh fighting. And so it's like pieced together Dude. found footage of cameras uh, uh, uh that tells the story of this battle and that's going to be the whole annual. It's a it's a it's a beefy boy, beefy yeah. boy annual. And then I guess at the end you find out who's going to be the the new creative team for the Hulk series. Sick. After uh Kate's and Otley. Sick. Hmm. I hope it's David Peppos. Dude.
2: What do we have to do to well, get him
1: on the show? I told you, Witchcraft. Dude. <laughs>
2: Because he's, I think he's a St. Louis boy. Is he? Yeah. And as a fellow St. Louis boy, I need to ask him what high school he went to.
1: <laughs> and if he likes toasted raps. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, reach out to him, see if he wants to come on.
2: Yeah. Nice. We can get my high school questions
1: answered. <laughs> and that's it. No comic book questions. Yeah. Just high school questions. Just the same thing.
2: <laughs> it's the exact same thing that would happen if I ever meet James Gunn. <laughs> hey, James, what high school did you go to? You, I went to Marquette. What street did you grow up on? <laughs> yeah. I know he's somewhere around Manchester. I know that. Okay. Just got to figure it out.
1: Well, he hasn't responded to my emails yet, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we're next on his long list of people to talk to. Perfect. <laughs> that's all the news uh that I got. Anybody else got any tasty treats?
2: Uh the not this week, obviously, but next week. Mhm. Uh TowerCon. Yeah, TowerCon. Fe- February
1: 18th. So, a local con that uh, our friends at Best Car Books puts on at uh, a place called Tower Tavern, and it's quickly becoming one of our favorite cons.
0: Yeah, it's a little mini Comic-Con in a bar. Can you think of a better way to spend a Saturday? Such a great idea. Come
1: on! If they had like, a nap room. We'll be we'll be there. <laughs> yeah. you, you come see us there, too. Dare I say, and I haven't even vetted this with the club, the official con of First Issue Club. Yeah. Tower sure. Con. Sure, yeah, why not? Hell Yeah.
2: <laughs> You know, and you know what? If the con sucks, it's in a bar.
0: Right? If the Get bar drunk sucks. and
1: the con gets better. If the bar sucks, the, the con's con. right there, right?
0: Like. <laughs> Low risk, high reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can just bounce
2: back and forth and it just keeps getting better every time.
1: Yeah. We had a blast last time we went, so I'm excited to go back. Yeah, Good it
2: was hope. so great.
1: So
0: that's February eighteenth. All right, yes, sir. I like the way we did um shopping first, drinking second otherwise yeah. i would have been in trouble i think yeah
2: well and you know you have some drinks then you have to go back for that one book that mm-hmm. you you were thinking about mm-hmm. you know
1: we did I, we drank and i entered the raffle yeah
0: i will say when i do larger comic cons i have to do a couple shots or slam a beer mm-hmm. or an edible or something before i go in with that many people yep i'm a germaphobe I get a little claustrophobic. I have high anxiety. Like, as I love comic books and I love Comic Cons. Yeah. But they're just not conducive to who I am as a person. No, <laughs> Sure. And you're already dressed up as Gwenpool, so. <laughs> all right. right. I'm, a, I'm in a tight-fitting suit. It's <laughs> uncomfortable
1: already. When we went to C2E2, we did two shots of whiskey before we walked in because we were just like, all right.
0: Yep. A little bracer. Here we go. Totally. That's the best way to do it for yeah. me. It was awesome. I love getting a little loose before those. I'm going to do it this time. Hell Yeah. We're uh I don't know if we're gonna ride together. We could, but um To Tower Con? No, to Planet, the Planet. large the larger Kansas City Comic Con. Um, I'm going to I'm planning on parking mm-hmm. free, which is gonna be a little ways away. And then pouring some shots into a coffee on and and drinking that as I walk in. I'm
1: going to eat a whole loaf of bread. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) And that's how I'm going to jazzed up. Yeah, (laughs) just carb load. Yeah, okay, great. For a nap, like (laughs) I want to get ready. I I need to carb up, so I'm going to be walking around talking Uh, to people. Sure. We saw
0: Richard (laughs) Dreyfus is going to be at Comic Con in Kansas City. Such a weird get, Mister Opus himself. Oh, and then did you see Elvira? Yes, uh-huh. I'm so excited because yeah. I have some comics I want her to sell. I don't know what her real name is, but um, the 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 Mistress of the Dark is going to be at
1: Lady Elvira
0: Planet Comic Con. Kind of cool.
2: You need to get that salt and pepper shaker. I Do you remember that? I oh that yeah, last year the salt
0: and pepper shakers are her boobs. Are her boobs? Oh no. <laughs> ever, ever signed? Those. I don't understand. It's like one half of Elvira and the other half of Elvira.
1: No, it's like the the it's like a holder. Oh, her, and then and you then take out one. One booby is pepper. One booby is salt.
0: I don't like booby. breast. Excuse me, chesticle. <laughs> I'll Bre- take I'll take boob, but add the y at the end and no. Oh, so I was my saying whole I, bo- I my was whole saying, body recoils. I was saying
1: i.e. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, the y is juvenile. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad we clarified. <laughs> yeah. that. We can move on with our friendship. Great. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think anybody else. I don't think anything happened or was announced. For movies or TV or anything like that.
0: No, I w- I finally watched um Black Panther or Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. um on Disney Plus. Has your ranking changed from all your Marvel movies? Well, it's got to, cause that's got to go in somewhere. I haven't plotted it though. I'll have to get back to you on like where exactly it lands. Okay. Uh, initial reactions? Liked it, didn't love it. Okay. But yeah. I think part, I don't know if part of that was just like watching it at home so far after the fact. Mm. I'm like I mentioned just a bit ago, a little anxiety ridden, a little bit of a germaphobe. Mm-hmm. I don't like theaters really anymore. And so I'm kind of waiting for everything almost to come land at um Disney Plus or another streamer before I watch it. So speaking of It's like I know what happens and the hype dies a little bit oh, and yeah. then you know, my dog scratching me halfway through the movie, so I maybe didn't get as into it as I would have in a theater experience.
1: Did you see what AMC is doing now? No. Yeah. They're charging different prices for tickets depending on where you want to sit. Oh, that's funny. So middle row, like middle, gets a different price. Back row gets a different price, and then front row gets a different price. Huh. It's Which bullshit seems stupid. Yeah.
0: to me, totally. Yeah. A little classist. But well, it depends on how how different is the cost.
1: Front row is a dollar and the middle row is $100. <laughs> and the back row is like 25 bucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say they're
1: trying the Elon Musk <laughs> method.
0: <laughs> I'm not mad at it. If the middle rows stay the same price, and the other seats get cheaper.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. That's
0: how it's going to work because companies are always thinking about the little guy,
1: Mike. <laughs> thinking but, about the masses. They're
0: having a hard time getting people to go to movie theaters. That might be a good strategy to get people back to movie theaters yeah. it, Just cut the price for worse seats. It would be. That's not what they're going to do, <laughs> yeah.
1: but it would be. Yeah. You know it's not a good sign when the best seats are called priority seating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, <laughs> they're already, they're already jazzing up the name, and I to, if I have to walk on stale soda and popcorn and still pay a premium to get a good seat, yeah. I'm just gonna stay at home. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's it's the same seat that's full of like use popcorn from yeah. the last person.
1: Sixteen-year-old Derek still didn't wipe down yeah. any of the handles on anything, and it's still crappy.
2: Makes me want to punch somebody, or just go to a B and B theater. How's that? Suck at AMC. B and B, boy, aren't they great?
1: The official movie theater first edition. <laughs> <laughs> I do you have comic books you want to talk about? Uh,
0: <laughs> do you? Do you, Mike D? Yeah, I. I mean, I read um, three Lazarus Planet. Oh my god! Uh, comics. What? Okay, tell explain the oh my god to me.
1: The Lazarus thing just is not my cup of tea. You
0: think it's stupid? I loved it. Okay. Uh, good, I, good for you.
1: So, whoa, whoa,
2: fellas. Isn't like it like some kind of so like
1: Lazarus w- volcano or something that is like raining down yeah. Lazarus water? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh I read it's Unrealistic to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. I read Assault on Krypton, mm-hmm. um, Legends Reborn, and Lazarus Planet Alpha. Um and I'm really glad that I read uh Batman versus Robin, which was a direct predecessor to this event, mm-hmm. and um, World's Finest, which set up the villain for uh, this series. Um, had I not read those things, I think I'd it'd be like, what the fuck? I can't follow <laughs> DC stuff. But just because those happen to be some of the DC things I keyed in on, like it's been great for me, and the whole deal is just to give you like a I guess a quick pitch is that the Lazarus volcano storm that's making it rain stuff all over is giving like random people temporary powers it's messing with the powers of existing superheroes and they're all over the planet trying to um get this like demon back in a cage essentially mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's kind of badass. It's fun to see some of the heroes that would otherwise like clean the slate. Yeah. (laughs) Like especially like all the Kryptonians. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, normally they're just like you can't have them in a story type C because they're too powerful for that. Right. Now you can throw them all into this big event where they all make sense together because the stakes have kind of leveled. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that about it. There's all of those books that I mentioned have like at least six to 12 authors each. <laughs> there's like a yeah. ton of like- It's a communal thing. Yeah, they're written like annuals or anthologies mm-hmm. where there's just like a bunch of little stories. Yeah, um, Death Metal did that Yeah, and metal. One of the things that I've um, really liked is Leah Williams' Power Girl, like right. backup yeah. stories that she's been doing, and they seem to be kind of gaining traction with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's going to be writing a Power Girl ongoing at some point. That would be lovely. Which would be cool. So I love like the take they've given on on that character.
2: That's a that would be a really big get mm-hmm. to just have right backup stories.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you know, like it would make not a lot of sense to
0: be like, hey, will you write three pages an issue? Yeah. Of
2: (laughs) Power Girl and then nothing.
0: Uh, Well, and I think that like one of the things I always love about this sort of stuff is when you've got these characters like Power Girl who have always kind of been, you know, objectified, very objectified and gross. Like I always cringe when I'm on the Internet and someone posts like, oh, here's a Power Girl cover. And then all the comments are like, boob window. And I'm like, oh, God. Guys, please. She's also very strong. Um, And it's already cool to see someone write her and have a full female team with, like, the illustration and coloring that, like – depicts her in a certain way but also like writes her as a very like empowered woman who can embrace her sexuality and it's not in like a it doesn't feel as like male Mm gazy. it feels more like strong empowered woman right than anything else it's just like what that character needs to be Mm -hmm. and maybe it's been like that for a while and i just don't realize that cuz that was
2: how she was originally created I absorbed yeah.
0: that through like the covers and yeah. like the the discourse on her for the most part but mm-hmm. she, I think she's got the potential to be a really cool the character. the
1: Palamati and Connor Power Girl stuff was very empowered um female oriented stuff
0: but those two love um horny art for sure
1: oh yeah and
2: yeah. Adam Hughes didn't do her any favors. <laughs> Love Adam Hughes. But, Love Adam uh,
1: Hughes. He knew, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. You know what he you did. He sold Adam.
0: books. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, two other books that I'll shout out, if you'll indulge me. Yes, please. please. Um, Silver Surfer Ghostlight. Okay, yes. Do you know anything about this comic? This is about a character that... Was only oh you brought it oh he brought it I'll let you talk about it
2: oh no we can talk about it
0: together let's just yeah Uh, let's just hash it it out a group maybe or a club did you
1: read it I know what it's about okay I didn't read it Uh,
2: is this a new character that was my question no even at the end okay
1: the character that's in there is from a previous Silver Surfer story and he was only in one issue oh and he died in that issue what
0: story do you know.
1: It's from the 70s, so not oh. important. Okay. All right. That's fine.
0: <laughs> but his f- his family that shows up in it, it's the, I, it's the first time that they've ever been yeah. in comics. So there are a couple first appearances mm-hmm. in this book. That's why I bought four copies. Um, <laughs> Slabbed them all. Slabbed <laughs> them all. <laughs> but, I mean, it's told like a really... Like Silver Surfer is hardly in this thing. Mm-hmm. The... I think Ghostlight, who is like the character, I I think that's the character's name that the story gets its title from, is almost completely not in this. Um, It really tells the story of this guy who died Mm -hmm. and his family um, inherited his house and slowly made the decision that like over time, like, hey, it's it's a good financial move for us to move out to that property and um, get out of the city a little bit Um, and you're going through the journey of kids just like being frustrated with moving somewhere exploring this old house and they just like stir some shit up and just watching that take place I was like I'm riveted by this this is a really good fun comic that reminds me of just like reading a kid and like getting excited about like the um, unknown who's writing uh, that book
2: uh John Jennings I'm assuming and Valentin De Lorando
0: okay I don't know either of those creators I don't either um but it was a killer book I think Torin Cl- Torin Clark is that how you say his name it looks like one of his covers
2: yeah I don't have it open but... I'm
0: not sure though I don't see his normal TC signature on it but it looks like I'm I'm almost 100% sure that it's one of his
2: uh yeah, I liked it too. It was like a lot of things these days. It was kids on bikes, that kind of yeah. you know, kids exploring, like Mike said, the yeah. house. Um,
1: think that's a Stephen King movie.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's uh, Stand by Me. The Stand by Me. It's it. It's Paper Girls. It's Stranger Things. It's all that stuff.
1: Poor kids rob a bank.
2: Yeah. Um, what I liked about it, um, was that obviously you identify, start to identify with all these kids, and I think. It is really, really good to have Silver Surfer like show up at the end, yeah, and have wh- whoever Ghost, presumably Ghostlight, yeah, show up because it's these kids thrust into this situation that's larger than anybody can possibly imagine, mm-hmm. right? Like, even if you live in a world where superheroes exist, seeing the Silver Surfer show up in front of your face is like.
1: Yeah, still, like, crazy. Yeah, it
2: and it felt like that at the end of the book to me.
1: Yeah. Like, I I know Alex Smith is a real person, but when I saw him at the frozen yogurt, yeah. like, four years ago, I was just like, Jesus Christ, you are real, and you are 10 feet away from me. Yeah,
2: ex- that's a perfect, well, not so, perfect, because he's not, like...
1: He's godlike to me. He, yeah. But and he know, did have a shine to him.
2: And he was a herald of Galactus,
0: so...
1: <laughs> yeah, he really was.
0: <laughs> but this is one of those comics where, like, You see a Marvel hero's name and then a subtitle, and it's a couple creators you don't recognize. My brain immediately goes to this is one of those like weird, like vintage homage sort of stories that's going to be told in like a very nostalgic sort of tone. And it was just not that at all.
1: Kind of like the uh, Marvel story that happened a few months ago. Yeah, but that that was Ron Mars,
2: I think. Ron Mars and Ron Lim.
1: Yeah, they were finishing off a story from like the eighties that yeah. they didn't get to finish off. So mm-hmm. I get that sentiment.
0: Yeah,
2: but it was not that. This
1: this was the, not that. You, that the, a lot the of that Silver stuff, Surfer was like fresh and new. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of that stuff doesn't interest. Like anytime I see that like Machio is writing like a new Spider Man thing, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not going to care about yes. this. <laughs> Go film another Karate Kid. <laughs> Different, yep. different macho. Nope, same guy. <laughs> that would be incredible. They are both Ralph Macchio. Right? I know. Yeah. Not only
1: do I edit Marvel Comics, <laughs> yeah. also no Kung Fu. I also...
0: <laughs>
1: wax on, wax off, baby. <laughs> um,
0: and then I'll just mention, I don't want to get into this book really because... <laughs> it's been a minute since I read. Kind of it. I'm mad at it, but i I do want to say that I did read Action Comics ten fifty one. Oh that's yeah, that's the that blew up on our Discord. New for a little bit. jumping on point. It's the first dawn of DC comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like, is it so good? Where that's Mark Wade, right? Twenty twenty three. No. Um. Oh okay. Johnson. I don't know who. <laughs> Johnson? Doctor. Doctor. Um, but in any case, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really exciting. It felt fresh. Mm -hmm. Like the, like it's supposed to Superman family is like back together. Didn't they add some new super people? They did. There was a couple things that happened, um, when Superman was off on like a, um, Oh, the battle 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 planet, battle planet stuff. And then he saved two alien kids and brought them back. And now he's essentially raising them
1: dope man those those battle planet covers were like pulpy sexy oh, cool. pinup yeah. <laughs> i i bought a couple of those They're like cool. superman looked good uh-huh. <laughs> chained up and all that don't yeah.
2: they do a gag in that book where he's got the chain ch-
1: suit the
0: uniform <laughs> yeah. like in the closet and yeah. lois is like Me. i think john kent or somebody <laughs> opens up the closet and lois goes over and slams the door and she's like, some things are meant to be private. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Dad save this? Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Dad <laughs> didn't because he's a freak. This
0: is for mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Um But, but it was thumbs up? I thumbs up. I like the tone of it. So, wow, okay. It was, it was fun. I normally have a really hard time with um Superman stuff, but I'm gonna I pre-ordered the, at least the first few issues of of this arc. So I'm going to give it a good shot. That's good to hear. And, yeah. I think too, just like I'm going to keep riding the, the DC train dawn of DC stuff yeah. until it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't feel like investing in it, in it anymore because it's, there's, I, we know there's going to be some like big Batman event. Like they have a roadmap mid-stream. already, like
1: kind of planned out for the next year and a half or so. Yeah. With books popping up.
0: And I don't want to like, get to one of those things and have it be really exciting and then wish that I would have gained some of the context from the yeah. earlier books. So, um, I'm not going to read all of them. I'm probably not going to get the new doom patrol book.
1: I got the first issue. So I'll let you know how Did it is. you? Okay. Cause uh, I loved it on young animal. Yeah. And so I just wish it would maybe like kind of have the same resurgence on this new mm-hmm. dawn of DC, but I don't
0: know. But, uh, yeah, the main big titles I'm mm-hmm. going to be reading for Dawn of DC. Dope. Yeah.
2: What do you got, Greg? Uh,
1: I have two books. I read Monarch on Image Comics by Rodney Barnes, who did Philadelphia,
2: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
1: then uh, the the art is by Alex Linz, who is like the one of the Stormbreakers for Marvel right now. Oh, cool. And um, it fucking ruled. It's good stuff. It was so good. It was about um. An alien invasion that happens uh in the LA and Compton area. And the writing in this book, it was really thought-provoking. It's like it's it's set uh in like this elementary uh landscape. Mm-hmm. So it's these kids going to elementary school, dealing with bullies and like uh foster care and stuff like that. And it's it you get those like juvenile imagery, the the images of kids going to school and, like, dealing with that shit. But the overlaying, uh, you know, narrative and the, the, the background conversation is, like, you know, really thought-provoking from Rodney about, like, you know, your life deceives you and your flesh will, you know, deceive you and, like, what you think is really happening is not really happening. And then, like, this big, giant rainbow cloud descends upon... Uh, Compton, and just sh- starts shooting just like lasers through like everyone, and like people Whoa. are exploding. And then it cuts to like a time hop, uh, like a few weeks later, and like everything is like devastated. And these kids are like living in the school, trying to like survive and like oh, eat Jesus. eat all the food that's in the school. And you know they run out of food, so they like this one kid, the main character, you know, sets out to find more food. And he's like abducted, and that's where the book ends. And it's mm. just like, I don't, I don't know if this is a limit or ongoing, but, God damn it, what a premiere! Wow, from Rodney Barnes. It sounds was intense. Fucking still, like I loved Philadelphia. Yeah. And when I saw that he was writing this, I, I, I instantly pre-ordered it, and, legitimately, go find this book because it's gonna be well worth your time. Dope. That sounds really good. So it's like a ten out of ten, guys. Oh, 10
2: out of Certified 10 Certified
1: non shugi Whoa <laughs> And then I also got another 10 out of 10 book The Harrower from Boom Studios by Justin Jordan Who wrote The what? S- the
0: Harrower, sorry The Harrower The Harrower okay. I thought it was The Hour But you pronounced Our Hour. hour. <laughs> the Hower. <laughs> the Harrower from Boom Studios <laughs> Written by
1: Justin Jordan who did Who co-wrote Spread yeah. Okay With Kyle Strom Okay And uh, it's written, it's illustrated by Brom Revel. And this is basically, this is like movie of the week from Shudder.
2: Hell yeah.
1: It's about like this small town who has a secret and the secret is, is like they have this deity called the Harrower that comes once a year and like purifies the town of its sins. And it's like, supposed to be like a tall tale, Like, like this person doesn't exist but the, like, the the parents and the elders of this town, and it's, like, set in, like, the 70s or 80s. It really didn't give, like, a, a time frame, but it looked kind of, like, the way it was illustrated in the color uh, palette looked very, like, kind of washed out 80s, like. VHS. Uh, VHS vibe, yeah, yeah, for, like, 100%. And so, like, these elders and these parents, like, are throwing a gala to celebrate the anniversary of the town. And, like, they're always just, like, super nervous around this time because, like, we think they know something that uh, the kids don't. And then the Harrower shows up, and it is brutality for the rest of the dope uh, book. It like was well, the, It was the Harrower the whole time. It was the Harrower the the is uh, the friends we meet along the way, it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and, like, you get the tropes of just, like, car dies on the way to the party. Yeah. No cell phone reception. Oh, so I guess it is kind of a modern thing of their cell phone. So, like, no cell phone reception. Like this the harrower is like he looks like uh, this, there's like hooded figure, but his like lips have been cut off. Yeah. So it's just like teeth. Dope. And like yeah. <laughs> he kills someone with like a, a chain and like decapitates them. Like and he, he he uh he nails a sheriff to the wall with like just a hammer and nails and Hell like yeah. cuts his guts. It is fucking righteous. Love it is it. so awesome. And this really is just like a callback and like uh, uh, a love letter to those old slasher films yeah. that like have no other reason but to just be mm-hmm. f- gnarly, yeah, and intense. And I am hooked. I don't know how many. I don't know how many issues this is going to be, but uh, I am in it <laughs> for the long haul because it is so much fun to read. And like both these books, Harrower and Monarch, read really, really well. The pacing was great. There was no lull. Like fantastic. Uh, first ish, 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 issues for these series. Cool. Nice,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and then I want I, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple books. Uh, little Monsters by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen celebrated its tenth issue. Mm-hmm. We covered mm-hmm. it a few months ago, and then a little book called Time Before Time. We covered it a long time ago. Oh, I
0: loved that book.
1: It just came out with its twentieth issue. Yeah, that book is still going strong, and mm-hmm. is so fucking good. So, congrats to those creative teams for making some fantastic books
0: indies you don't see him make it to 20 very often not
1: really i mean saga kind of broke the mold with that and mm-hmm. walking dead and all that. Is it still going saga i don't know <laughs> let me check on that for you i don't think it really resonated with people every
2: issue that comes out is like a
1: bombshell <laughs> how that hasn't been announced saga that it's going to be a tv show or movie yet is
2: didn't brian cave say he doesn't he wants it to be a comic
1: book only comic book that would be phenomenal i'm if pretty he sure just put his foot down and was just like no way i'm
0: pretty sure he did i bet fiona staples is like i would like some money though <laughs> brian plays <please. laughs> i hope i would like to be an executive producer on like a large hit show yeah. brian i'd like a boat <laughs> and in order to get that boat <laughs> yeah, you got that
2: why the last man money i know it only had one season but
0: yeah he seems to be in bed with amazon on a handful of things yeah so I don't know. Maybe at some point. I
1: think so, I, honestly, I think Saga would be a tough translation into
0: movie TV. Dude, um, if I they mean... <laughs> you you would need a m- major budget. Yeah, you throw money at it, mm-hmm. you yeah. could
2: make it. But practical effects. It's almost get Jim like, Henson's
0: company in there. You, I. It seems like he says no that he doesn't want to do it. Maybe, but you'd think if like HBO is like. Yo, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Like a someone like that who's known to like really do a good job with.
1: <laughs> what Brian's really saying is, no one has came to me with enough money yet to yeah. make me safe. Mm-hmm. Yes, got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, those uh, are those are what I read. Do you have a flash update for us? I do, Andy. Uh, Hell yeah!
2: So I read the one minute war special. Um, like a lot of Mike's books, this has a thousand creators on it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see this list, but it's yeah. It's oh long. wow. Um. It reads like an annual, you know, it's six ninety nine, whatever, and it's got four chapters. I think it's like past, present, future, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it tells the history of the, the the instant. I think is the name of the alien race, whatever. Oh, whoa! It, I didn't it know gives that. the backstory of how they got their flash powers, and you know what they've been doing between now and when they crash landed on Earth. Mm-hmm. Then it gives a story of like. A flash that's currently dealing with them, and then a flash in the future who is still dealing with them. What the fuck? Yeah, so pretty good. Um, so why are they there? To take all the natural resources from Earth. That is. Oh, that is one of the cool things. Is they they they're kind of like Galactus. This this empire, uh, where they they go to planets, they strip all the resources out, they bring them back to their you know, empire world, whatever, um, using speed force technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they say they always find, they call them natural conduits, like organic beings mm-hmm. that have managed to tap into the speed force because they use technology to do it. Oh. And of course, Earth is the one place where they've found more than one. Mm. But what's cool is they they say they started out with like, dying planets you know oh we we go to a planet one minute before it's you know apocalypse and it explodes strip all the resources out and then leave and then it explodes yeah. right oh it's like that's such a cool idea and yeah. then of course they went galactus style and they're like no yeah. we just go to whatever yeah, this is going. way easier yeah. so <laughs> dependent on these resources <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly so um, One Minute War continues to be a very cool idea. Um, they're they're kind of drip feeding us this information mm-hmm. to keep us buying issues. That's the way to do it. And I want it to like kind of oh, hurry up. Let's a little go. Bit. <laughs> let's get to some of the punching. But it's still very good. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm glad I uh, bought into this event. Um, and would recommend anybody go out there and pick up these first three issues. My complaint, Ooh. however. Mm-hmm. This book was 599, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's printed on newsprint. Oh. tacky. DC. <laughs> Do better.
0: Seriously. There was a while... that is choy. D- where DC covers, I was like, you can't find one in good condition. <laughs> 'Cause if it's been placed on a rack and someone's touched it, yep. like the paper is like tissue paper. <laughs> but they've since gotten a lot better with that on, on most of their books anyway. And that's also I've now I've got the option of the B cover for a buck more. Oh for the which is the card cardstock, stock, yeah. You know, and I still love it. Yeah. I still love it.
1: Yeah, but newsprint, go fuck yourself. What are you that's, doing? That's weird. I mean,
2: and I guess six ninety nine for I don't know. This, I mean, it's probably not a sixty-four page book. No, it, it doesn't look be. any bigger than a regular comic. But like, I was kind of, I was mad. No, insulted. To you honest. should be. Like, well, like, I got done, and my hands were like covered in ink. Yeah, it's and, like, like your
1: hands. Hands of silly putty. You yeah, just, like get the comic on your hands. Like,
2: what is this? So, um, <laughs> what is this? Nineteen eighty? I honestly, I would have paid six ninety nine mm-hmm. for this if it would have been on glossy paper. Like, I would have paid a dollar more. Hmm. Huh. But. That was my complaint. Um, the one book I do want to shout out, uh, we already reviewed it on a previous episode, but Where Monsters Lie. Yeah, from Kyle Starks. From Kyle Starks. Um, I reread it. It's still great. I'm stoked to see where this story goes. I got the uh, James James Stoke. Is mm-hmm. that him? Yeah, same. He did the variant. Yep. So picked that bad boy up. And yeah. I got, uh, I think Mike talked about it last time, Black Tape. I did. You talked about it. Yeah. I picked that up because they're doing that whole series the Sabbath of Sabbath album variant. covers. Yeah. yeah. They're doing album cover variants like we talked about last time, but they're all old school heavy metal, heavy metal. album covers. Oh, yeah.
1: That that book was pretty fucking cool. The it's, the twist at the end was very nice. Yeah.
2: It's yeah, it's kind of a slice of life book, but then there's that cool twist, so. I'm going to be getting all them B covers. Hell yeah. Up next is uh uh, ECDC, and then they're doing a Motorhead, Motorhead for yeah. issue three. So yeah. yeah,
1: So shout out Black Tape, and shout out Where Monsters Lie. Yeah, uh, Kyle Starks again. Sorry we didn't get uh, spot up our uh, Zoom premium, and we had to <laughs> <laughs> had to splice together. Had our to splice together three Zoom meetings. Love you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you're local in Kansas City, remember Tower Con is in two weeks. We will be there, uh, drunk and buying comics. Uh, Planet Comic Con's also at the end of March. A lot of great books came out this week. Um, so get out there and support your local comic book shop. And remember, to bag and boredom. Mike.
0: First Issue Club is edited and produced by Mike DeStacy, Greg Lichtig, and Andy Vargas. Follow us on social media at First Issue Club. And check out our Patreon for videos, audio, and more at patreon.com First Issue Club.